Oh, that line is so bad. It's good. Uh, Emma Paul, 2023 Young Farmer of the Year. Older brother Tim Danshin, 2022 Young Farmer of the Year. Tim, you're in Murawai. Emma, you're in the Waikato region. Tim, I'll start with you. Uh, plenty of rain, but it makes for good grass growing or a good grass grass growthy sort of spring for you. Yeah, g'day, Jamie. Good to be here again. Yeah, we're actually um, we're having a bit of a ripper, really. So, um, yeah, just keep it coming, I suppose. And I'm sure it'll dry out at some stage, no doubt. But this sort of feels more like a conventional spring to us, really. So, no, it's, it's good. Keep it coming. Um, Rowena passed me a note saying more than half of the 71 slips still impacting Kaipara roads might not be repaired by the, until the middle of next year, with some taking three years to fix. So the recovery for Gabrielle is certainly a long and winding road. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'd say just talking to some other farmers in the local community, and it's a good opportunity to mention actually that there's a um, an opportunity to get some free fencing supplies, Jamie, at the end of the month. So I think it's on the 30th of November up in Wellsford there. Um, so your farmers can go along and, and, and try and pick up a few free fencing supplies to sort of help with the repairs and that. But by and large, it's, um, yeah, it's a long road to the recovery, but you know the slips are sort of starting to heal up a bit, so there's just going to be a busy summer ahead of a lot of capital fencing to replace. OK, Emma Paul, a vet, dairy farmer, superwoman, pin-up girl, all those sorts of things for agriculture, Emma. Are the uh, milk production figures going through the roof in the Waikato? Good afternoon, Jamie. Thanks for having me. Um, I think they are holding pretty steady and everything's looking good. So um, everyone's sort of reached that, that peak milk, but they are holding nicely with this amount of grass underfoot. So it's pleasing to see, definitely. Well, it's pleasing from a production point of view. The irony of the whole thing is my little man in Beijing studying these weather maps and he's thinking because the production's going up, he might have to pay a wee bit less. Hopefully not. Hopefully um, the payout stays where it is and that we get some of that money back in our pocket so we can reinvest it for next season. Um, Emma, what have you been up to in your capacity as the current Young Farmer of the Year for the past couple of weeks since we chatted to you? A large amount of my time has been consumed with the Fonterra announcement, so that Scope 3 emissions uh, target that was set. I think you've had a few guests on the show talking about it in this last week, so... I'm in the South Island from tomorrow onwards um, doing a veterinary roadshow to help educate some vets around some of that support material that they're rolling out. Is it achievable? I think it is, yep, absolutely, especially when you break that 30% target down into its um, core parts and what's actually expected on farm. It's um, around that 7% mark, so I think we've already achieved 2% of it since the 2018 baseline, so there's another 5% to go. Um, but I think we do have the tools that we need to achieve that so far, Jamie. What about uh, beef farmers like you, Tim? Uh, what what emissions reduction are you going to have to have? Because I think we saw, was it, well, oh, there's so many different announcements out at the moment. It was Westpac last week, I think, saying they were looking for 10% from dairy farmers and 9% from sheep and beef farmers. Yeah, well, we're still sort of waiting to hear any final detail on anything, Jamie. We're more sort of worried about in our region some of this freshwater stuff that's coming out and that, you know, Northland's um, obviously pretty concerned about it and Northland will be lumped in with them, no doubt, if it goes ahead. So it's, um, it's just much more of the same, really, where there's sort of unrealistic policy that comes out and it creates a whole lot of unnecessary anxiety, really, because we know that if we push back, um, it will change and become more manageable. So it's just sort of frustrating to see the same pattern rinse and repeat and, we just need to get this government sorted as quick as possible so that we can actually see some real changes. And if it doesn't happen quickly, we'll have to send them in there to do it. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, she's doing everything else around the country at the moment. She may as well run the government. Okay, Emma, as the brightest young farmer, the greatest young farming mind in the country, having taken over your brother, whose job is it to tell farmers to lower their emissions? Is it the government's job? Is it the processor's job? Or is it the bank's job? I think it's the job of the person that's going to get the greatest gain. So if we can see financial gain out of an emissions target, then it's fine for our processes to set that at a level. If the government's not going to get any gain out of it, what's the use in them putting an emissions target around it? But I think the biggest thing to understand here, Jan, is that there is targets coming from all different directions. And by achieving one, we'll largely achieve all of them. So although ASB and Westpac and the likes might, well, ASB hasn't come out with theirs yet, but Westpac and BNZ and the likes have their own emissions target. If you achieve your Fonterra one, by default, you'll also likely achieve your Banks one. So ultimately, if you're a farmer out there and feeling a little bit overwhelmed by it all at the moment, just focus on one and the um, the big one crisis dairy farmers is that Fonterra one and it's got a nice clear structure. It's quite easy to understand once you get your head around the absolute versus intensity part of it, and um, there is some ways that you can work towards it. So arm yourself with education. Yep, two two very separate measurements. I did speak to a farmer the other day, Emma, and um, final word from me who was talking about targets, and he reckoned the only one was the one on his back. <laughs> the one, exactly, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Yes, yeah, sorry, Tim, where you go? Oh, it's, it's hard for farmers not to feel like that, Jamie, but it's important that they stay engaged as well, isn't it? So... Stuff like what Emma's doing with the roadshow and that, that, you know, farmers need to make sure that they're staying proactive and get out there and actually listen to the information and, that's, and support that from Fonterra are supplying. So that would be my little message for our farmers. Good on you. Positive message from two very positive young farmers, Emma Paul, Tim Dangin.